You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars. Welcome back to Empire of Rust, the first and greatest Transformers RPG podcast. Well, you know, I gotta tell you guys something. We dropped the ball last week. We didn't bother announcing the special episode that came out last week. So you know what? Surprise. Enjoy. Sweet Spot's backstory is now in the bag. Uh, Adam, how you feeling about that? Actually, Adam and Pat, because Pat, even your some of your backstories in there too. That is true. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a twofer. A threefer, because we got some Rob in there too. All right, all right. We didn't just get a little Rob. We got we got quite a bit of Rob. All the best parts of Rob. Uh, yeah. Agree to disagree? <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. He's not here to defend himself, which is the way I like it. <laughs> you know what this means, though, that since he was one in one episode this this season, that means he gets to be on the voting again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can hear him now. Back on top, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. Sweaty. <laughs> it's almost like he's right here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shut up, sweaty. But yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good story. And uh, kind of, it wrapped up a lot of Sweet Spot's like history that we didn't get a chance to explore during the the main like, campaign here. So, what was the the impetus for? You just wanted to. To get him, to get him out there. What's well, uh kind of way back when uh, Wild Strike recorded his own little special backstory side quest thing? I started thinking about you know a backstory for a sweet spot. You know why why would this political bot come all the way out to Cybertron and then kind of mix in with everything that's going on? Uh, and then I started thinking about motivations. You had mentioned. I think about Navitas, the uh, the Titan still living and working as a uh, a mobile city on Velocitron. I, I was thinking that's a really cool bot to involve, and I'd like to do that somehow. So I started toying with a, a script way back then, but you know, n- never really finished it for for quite some time. And then uh, Denison came along to. Uh, you know, to wet my whistle for, for something new for a while. The Titan Navitas, voiced by uh, Patrick, actually. Very well, I might add. Oh, did I do? That's right, I did it this time, didn't I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so memorable, too. Well, we went through a couple of couple of different versions, so I wasn't the only one. Am I, am I not Marlon Brando? Well, originally, I, I had written the, the script for Navitas, based off of uh Billy Crystal Billy Crystal's portrayal of Miracle Max in the Princess Bride movie cuz I thought <laughs> that would be hilarious uh and then I thought it was just going to be me and Mike doing dialogue back and forth for for that thing that scene and uh Mike just just couldn't do it just couldn't do the the Miracle Max voice 
He tried. I, I, I can't either. So right, but what? But what you did is you you brought a certain gravity to the voice that uh, that I didn't see coming, and I thought you did a good job. A certain no. gravitas to Navitas. Some gravitas for Navitas. <laughs> kind right, kind of you to say. <laughs> I always liked uh, Navitas during the holidays. <laughs> Feliz, a... Navitas. Navitas. Yeah. Navitas. Feliz Navitas. You also did the voice of uh, Talon, the kind of snivelly little. No, M- Rob. No. Rob was the snivel- snivelly one. I was the 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 villainous sounding one, like the, the sly the... one. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. You, right. You're okay. the con man kind of a guy. No, you can trust me. <laughs> First appearance of a Clawjaw on uh, the on the podcast. Is is he an actual uh, transformer? He is. Oh, I didn't even realize. Clawjaw sounds just sounds confused. <laughs> he is a squid, a squid from Beast Wars. That explains the things in Discord. Uh, yes, those those pictures. I was wondering why. Why is there calamari here? <laughs> but yeah, it really uh, it really turned out really cool. Uh, we didn't bother like promoting it or anything like on the last episode. We just kind of dropped it. And it was like, you know what? Boom, there it is. And you know what? Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's good to just have a big surprise surprise episode come out. So you know what? Yep. I like it. For for those of you that were missing a sweet spot, there you go. Little taste. For those of you missing Rob, why I don't know, but there you go. For those of you not missing Sweet Spot, sorry. <laughs> so, so sorry. <laughs> that one den- that one denizen fan out there. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. That was like, what? Does this guy not get what I'm doing? <laughs> uh, but speaking of surprises, we got another big surprise for all of you that we didn't talk about at the end of last episode. You all leveled up to level nine. Yeah. So let's just go around the table real quick and talk about uh, talk about some of the highlights of level nine. Anything cool happening for for you guys? Uh, let's see, Mike. I don't actually start with you very often, so you know what? Start with you today. This will be quick. Uh, I got a new feat, improved initiative, <laughs> and then some numbers went up. And that's about it. <laughs> Oh man! I guess level nine is not a not a, a well, big. I love it's... how you can. I love how you can make anything sexy, Mike. Like that. That, that is. <laughs> it's a uh, second level of target master for me, so there really isn't much to go along with that. Okay, are you sure you're not missing something? I could have sworn you would have gotten either another feat or a uh, a class ability. Yeah, level nine. You should because you're level nine. You should gain a feat. And you gain a bonus feat for second level target master. Ah, uh, yeah, correct. I forgot the regular feat. I got the bonus feat, so I I have one extra feat. You have uh, one less feat than you should. I know. I need more feats. Well, you have five minutes to come up with a feat then. <laughs> <laughs> for a guy who uses runways all day, you'd think he'd remember the feats. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Matt, let's uh, go to you while we're waiting for Mike to to find his feet. Uh, nothing spectacular like I think my AC went up Um, I did get another class ability called Mental Acuity 2 which uh, lets me once a day I can add my headmaster bonus to my attack roll I think it was that's kind of cool additional one yeah so 
twice, it would be twice a day for me. But I also can use my resolve points to increase my armor class um, when I need to. So that's neat. And uh, I also got a feat called Fast Talk, which seemed appropriate. So that'll be fun to use. What does that do? You can, when combat starts, you can use, uh, before we roll initiative, you can use Bluff to talk to an opponent and make and, and then create a surprise round for him. Basically so he, the thing that uh, Sweet Spot was he, doing all the time. Huh, so he, he okay. doesn't act in that round because he, he suddenly does a surprise round. Interesting. All right. That's pretty cool. You stuck with uh, stuck with Headmaster, right? Yep. Yeah. Thinking about it, but still haven't uh, still haven't uh, used up what I want to do there. So but that's good because Pythagoras keeps will level up next next level. So not too bad. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does sometimes feel like level nine for for a lot of, for a lot of classes can be like that calm before the storm kind of feel because once you hit level ten, you get a bunch of ability point increases and a whole bunch of other neat stuff happen. So level nine is is kind of like that anticipation before it. It's like, hey, we were still building up, but we're not quite at the the big level yet. Mm-hmm. Adam, what's a, a level nine denizen looking like? Uh, well. You know, all the basic stuff that you would expect. Some um, stamina points, hit point increases. Um, you get a wee bit of uh, base tech bonus saves and such. But the big thing was uh, class ability added. Uh, I picked up durable power. Which, <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, Pat. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> the DCs of all my powers increased by two. And next level, at level 10, they increase to plus four. Ooh. Beyond Ooh. what they already are. So, yeah. Handy. Try resisting me now. That could be really interesting because uh, a lot of the times you've tried, like, command on the on the enemies you've been facing, they've all made their saves and they didn't do what you wanted them to. But it's a first level power. I mean, I, I didn't have a lot of expectations for it. I was hoping maybe once it would work. Uh, but there's still hey. a chance of that now. Still uh, plus two. Yeah. The other thing I, I got was uh, the feat I picked was power level increase. And I focused that into a new second level power, which is see invisibility. It affects me. Yeah. It only affects me, but it allows me to see invisible creatures and such for a minute per level. So like nine minutes, which is forever in combat stats. All right. So I got to watch out for invisible and stealth enemies for you now. All right. All right. Well, I thought it fitting considering that, you know, we were tracking down an assassin who was able to turn and stay invisible. Yeah. It's a smart choice, kid. Now he's going to rethink his entire game. That's right. (laughs) I'm not just a pretty face. (laughs) Hey, hey, I see it. Oh. None of you doing that. All right. I know you want to say something. We're just mentally removing that just. And Pat, what's, uh, what's Carapace looking like nowadays? Uh, Carapace is still pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, like, obviously, I got all my numbers went up. You know, I have like 126 stamina and 69 hit points. Giga, giga. Uh, nice. But my, uh, the probably the cool stuff is... I increased the level in load bearer. So I'm at the, t- the point now where like all of my load bearer abilities kind of tear up. 
So like anytime I use one of my things, like they're just like, oh, they're just that much better. Oh, all right. Um, and, and so I have two feats this level. The first one, I'm actually taking a, a feat called utility, which allows me to kind of take a class ability that, you know, that my class can have or either of my classes in this case. Um, and I chose tank mode. So I can now turn into like, so I have blaster mode. I have uh, Delver mode and now I have tank mode. So pretty much I become like the biggest, thickest, thickest, bulkiest version <laughs> of myself that's possible. <laughs> um, and it's great because like it turns my, my DR to hardness, which is just awesome. And I get pretty massive bonuses on my uh, combat maneuvers. So like right now, if I were to turn into my tank mode, I would gain like between my brawler and my stalwart abilities. I think I have plus seven to my combat maneuvers. So you try tripping someone, grappling someone, and, and they're going down. Yep. And if they nice. try to do stuff to me, I get that bonus as well. So it's just like, yeah, try moving me. Like, good luck. All right. Um, uh, and then secondly, and this one is more, it's going to be very circumstantial. Um, but when it's going to be actually useful when we are alloy. All right. So there's an ability called crushing tumble. So if I move through the space of, you know, bots that are smaller than me, I just do damage to them. And it's not a small amount, and the DC is actually pretty hard. Um, but it's only for things three size categories smaller than me right now, which for me means like tiny. So I'm not typically concerned about tiny bots, but once uh -huh. we become alloy, I can do that to pretty much everybody. So, <laughs> all right, all right, there you go. It'll be pretty cool. Just walk all over your, your enemies, right? Yeah. That's pretty much it. It's a good, solid level right there. Yeah, yeah. For those of you uh, who are curious, uh, the utility feat is a feat that you can take one time that lets you switch a feat with a class ability. So instead of taking like an actual feat uh, for that level, you would take it a class ability instead. And you can take it one time per class that you have access to. So, like, I can take it once for load bearer, but because I have a, a level of soldier, I could also take it once for soldier. So, like, Mike could do the same thing with the target master. Yeah. Yeah, Pythagoras used that for one of his abilities quite a while back. How about a Mike? You taking utility? Nope. I'm taking enhanced resistance against fire. All right. Oh. Solid. Yeah, definitely. I know why. <laughs> <laughs> Improved initiative and enhanced resistance. You know, two two staples right there. You know, they can't go wrong with either of those two. Improved initiative is, is, is amazing for a reason. Plus four to initiative. So I think every character I've played, I've taken improved initiative. Yeah, it's, it's handy sometimes. Yep. I just don't want to go last. It's so weird because I've never felt like I could invest in it, you know? Like, yeah, nor, nor me. It's I, like if it was given to me, then cool, but... Almost never. I just always choose to go first in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> What's this bring your uh, initiative bonus up to now? Ten. Oh, that's that's good. That's yep. respectable. 
That is good. All right. Well, now that all of that is out of the way, let's go ahead and jump back into where we were last episode. Uh, So all of you had managed to make it to the end of the hallway leading, or I should say the escape route, heading out of Depth Charge's home. And you managed to figure out and triangulate where you are in the city, and you are effectively right next to the ISS building, so the Icon Security Services building. So the police station is right above you, and Wildstrike, you are flying around the police station in a holding pattern, freaking everyone out, mind you. <laughs> you can see people, like all the cops and your friends, like up near the window, like pointing at you. It's like, oh god, is he coming in? Oh, get down! Get down! Get down! <laughs> so, uh, nose first. Goes first, <laughs> <laughs> and Nico's just sitting in your cockpit. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you know what? You know how I'm gonna approach on Nico now. Uh-oh. Anyone remember the the hamster from Bolt, Rhino? Yes, Rhino. I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah. For those of you who have never watched Bolt, that's your homework for the next couple weeks. Watch Bolt and then watch for the hamster. That's who okay. Nico is from now on. <laughs> Anyway, what would you bots like to do? I think we should wait for wait wait for uh, Wildstrike to get back before we go through this door. Now that we know where we are, or we could do it now. Well, I'm way above. I'd have to go back to the house and through the whole tunnel system, so it'll take a long time. I could just meet you in the building itself. Well, we're not sure where this empties out. Of. It sounds like it's saying he can't do it. I guess. Yeah. Well, Whatever you want to do. I mean, is it, you're not, not, not quite sure, sure where that's going, right? Yeah, we don't know what's going. We don't know if it's going to be easy to get from the outside to where we're at. Uh, if you keep going, I can remain up top and triangulate your position in case it goes somewhere else. All right. Do you know where we should be right now? You're right about to enter the ISS building. Well, there we go. I, I think that's established. W- we're not wanted right now, right? In more ways than one. <laughs> Not uh, by the law. Okay. Cool. Just wait. I just forget. <laughs> I, I forget. You know, I forget that kind of stuff sometimes. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean it could change. It could change given our escapades during the earlier this day. You know, it is a real on again, off again relationship. You started off as nobodies, became heroes, became cops, became terrorists, and then became heroes again. And then we we have three bodies in our wake right now, but which we didn't. Most of which we didn't actually create, but, but they were bad guys, weren't they? Well, wolf. No, two of them were not. The one we killed was. Uh, right. Was that Wolf Fang? Well, Wolf Fang got killed. We killed the spider thing, and right. uh, and uh, Depth Charge is dead, right? He is. But we didn't do that one, did we? No. All right. Can't pin that on us. <laughs> All right. So, what's this door look like? Uh, it is a heavy security door. You are going to need an engineering check to get in that bad boy. What's that denizen doing while waiting for Magnum, Magnum is... to stop being dramatic? 
You're not going to try to help him? I by pressing am every button possible? Extending my claws, being ready to help in my own special way. Important question for you, Denison. Where's your fidget? Where's your fidget box? Um. Did you lose it? You know what? I can't remember where I placed it. We're doing the. There was the, um, the caper that we were doing. And then there was the chase. I really don't think I had it with me. Because I was doing other fidgety kind of things while I was waiting for others to do their things. You did go to the, back to the ship and, and grabbed it, but I don't know if you left it in the truck or when you, uh, you abandoned that. Did I? Well, I hope not. <laughs> I, I, know you, I know you had at one point because you, was like, you were playing with it and you're like, all the buttons turned green and you were all like, oh, that's never happened before. And then something that's happened. Right. That's right. So I got a uh, 36, 26, excuse me. 26. Oh, two, that's, two fives in a row. That's far less than 36. Yes. <laughs> you try to, to get it open, and I, you cannot. Darn it. Can I try again? Or is it, am I stuck with this? Yeah, you can try again, but it is going to take you a, a significant amount of time. You'll effectively be taking a 20 on it. Uh, and well, you just you just fail to check to open a door. You can always do that over and over and over again, so long as failure doesn't have a consequence. Does the door open inwards, outwards, or slide into pockets? It's a slidey door. It's a slidey door. All right. All right. So we'll say that yeah, you take a take some time, take however long you need to in order to get it open. Forty-one. If I. Take 20, I believe. Uh, it is a fiendishly complex door, and if this is supposed to be uh, like an escape route, then uh, it makes sense. It makes absolute sense that it, it is a secure door. Uh, but after a while, you do get the door open. It slides to the side. It makes sense for it to be this secure on this side. I mean... I can just imagine finding... I mean, you're not going to find skeletons because we're robots, but I just imagine that. Like, you can't get the door open to get away. Well, these tunnels were meant to be escape routes. Well, they're... Yeah, this is, so, this is a back door into the police station. Like, you know, you'd yeah. think that this would be... Like, leaving? Easy. Going in? You got to know what you're doing. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess there was tons of tunnels we got here. Got to before here. So, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Sorry to interrupt. The door opens, and... Uh, initially, it is dark, but as soon as the door finishes opening, uh, all the lights to the room turns on. Uh, and this is a fairly expansive room as well. Uh, and as you are looking in, you can see that there are multiple secure doors on the opposite side, as well as to the left and to the right sides of the room. Uh, and it looks like this is kind of like either a staging area or a meeting area of some kind. Uh, you can see some like uh, some like lockers, like kind of like storage little facilities, kind of like um, like compartments on the sides of one of the walls. Uh, and uh, and yeah, what would you like to take a look at? Hmm. Well, make sure there's no one in there first. There is no one in there. And uh, look for check for traps. 
Oh, we did. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and give me a perception then. Not you, Wild Strike. Oh. I'll take a brief. If, if it's good enough. I mean, smell. If you want to roll a Wild Strike, you're, you're welcome to. <laughs> you said I could. <laughs> oh. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Get a 40 for perception. I rolled a 19 for my perception. Man, that's that, that's a minimum roll. Yeah. I rolled a 17. Oh! Natural 20. Right. Oh God, great, great way to start. So that's a 32. Wild Strike, you see that there are a lot more people next to the windows of ISS <laughs> than you're used to. <laughs> <laughs> have to remember that every time we need to do something in here if we need to get fly outside to fly around everyone look out the window yeah <laughs> well i mean so question is it is it specifically because wild strike is doing it because people must be flying around everywhere all the time like that wouldn't be weird right it it's it's wild strike oh okay he's got a reputation okay you drop every- one building and then god <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Magnum, Carapace, uh, the two of you notice uh, that each of the secure doors that are on the sides of the room, and I, I only mentioned like three, two or three, but there's there's several uh, doors, probably a good half a dozen or so, uh, and they are all marked with, uh, with writing. Uh, the one you just came in says uh, house blocks G through M. You can see a uh, another door that says House Blocks A through F. Uh, you can see another door that is marked uh, for the uh, Central Reclamation. And you can see another door that is marked for uh, the... Uh, I forget what uh, the name of it was, but effectively it's the uh, the diplomatic facilities where the, the representatives of all the planets uh, will meet. So with all that in mind, like as you're you're looking around, you're kind of putting two and two together. This is like the 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 fallback area. So if people needed to be evacuated from their homes, if politicians and diplomats needed to be evacuated, this is a very clear path to get from wherever they were to a centralized location that is more defensible. It's like a whole bunch of catacombs underneath. Given especially given the amount of turnoffs we've passed on the way here too. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard about this like yourself, but you probably wouldn't have either. You're not a politician. You're not like a diplomat. Sweet Spot might have uh, known about it, but if he did, he never mentioned it to, to any of you guys. Uh, you can also see what looks like a uh, like an elevator, like a raised elevator. Uh, it looks like it's coming. It will come down from the ceiling. So right now it's closed, and there's no way that you can see that's that's obvious to get up there uh, but it looks like it's some sort of like opening uh, into the ceiling that you imagine that's how you would get up into the ISS building okay so the question really is where we've tracked we've tracked the the, the assassin back this far we need to try to well, figure out where we, he came from do we know that the assassin came this way we're pretty pretty sure that he did as he shot him right from this door doorway Right. Okay. And he didn't come it. in. He didn't come in the main entrance. So. Well, I mean, that honestly, that makes a lot of sense, especially if if they're being if they're hired by Starscream. Like Starscream definitely knows about this place. 
Yeah. He may have even ordered for it to be made. Right. Um, are there, were there any cameras in this place as we went through? Not that you noticed. Okay. Did anybody notice? With that perception check, I'm, I'm willing to say that there are no, there are no cameras. Okay. All right. Can I, um, see any clues as to what direction maybe the, anyone who came through this way in the opposite direction came from? You're pretty certain that there there are no there are no clues kind of in this room for that. Uh, if you want to roll perception again, you're welcome to. But you had uh, you had a pretty high one there. I don't think you're gonna get much. I don't think I'm much be better. Forty one next yeah. time. <laughs> uh, yeah, n- nothing seems out of place here or anything. No, no so footprints, no paint chips. Good. Is our our reputation like sound enough that if we come in through the back door of the secure facility into the police station and say, "Hey, we just came from like the death of an of a, an ambassador," are we going to get blamed for that? Or are they going to be like, "Oh, thank you for finding us. Like, th- thank you for telling us. Like, you know, because we haven't told how, anybody depends yet." Depends on how we phrase it. I think I don't think we want to say it quite like that. But <laughs> right, you know, as, as long as you're diplomatic about how you approach it, you don't feel that you should be arrested for something like this because your reputations are are pretty solid right now. Okay, assuming no one caught you breaking into a a a, a weapon shop. Can I do an infrared scan to see if there's any heat in particular on any, to see which maybe of these doors were activated most recently? Uh, yeah, sure, you can do that. Uh, the only one you're getting any kind of heat signature off of is the one that you guys just came through. Uh, you think that would have, the heat would have dissipated from any of the other places. Metal tunnel's not good for tracking. Unless you guys want to try your survival. Hey, you have scent, right? Yeah, that yep. does help out. Yeah, okay. I'll do it. Worth you guys. I'll you want to take the lead and that'll help out? Uh, sure. All right. Uh, yeah, ooh, nice. nice. Uh, that's a 17 on the die, plus 14, so that's 31. Wild Strike, while these guys are, are doing this, you can, you can track them up on your sensors and... It doesn't look like they really moved a whole lot. It looks like they may have just moved like, into a building or something. Uh, but as you're flying around here, you get a uh, a comm ping from Ironhide. Okay, I'll answer that. Hey, uh, Wild Strike, you're. Uh, I gotta say, you're making uh, I'm making some of the folks here a bit uncomfortable with your your uh, circling. What's uh, what's going on here? Oh yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we're just uh doing some tracking underneath the uh, building. Underneath the, the ISS? Yeah. Some tunnels. You're talking about in the uh, in the diplomatic tunnels? Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Oh. Uh, any, anything that we need to be aware of? Unsure at this time. Um, the rest of the group uh, is under there. I'm I'm tracking their whereabouts up from above. Um, as soon as we know more, though, we'll let you know. I can order a squad down into those tunnels if you need, just to keep me apprised. All right, we'll do it. I'll let them know that. Wild Strike is ordering the kill squad on us. <laughs> uh, I'll calm the group and let them know that Ironhide is uh, uh, just contacted me. He said he could send a squad down to the tunnels if they need assistance. Someone jumps us, that'll be good. 
I was asking if it was to assist us and not yes. assist in removing us. No, to assist you. Well, that's good. Sure. Trust an Autobot. It is a Decepticon telling you this. Yeah, how do I know that Ironhide hasn't gotten to him? <laughs> we all know how many times he's crashed. Nose first. He can't keep doing that without some sort of brain injury coming up. <laughs> but if y'all trust him, I suppose I will too. You're not there wrong, Denizen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she those, is. Just because those we words say were she never is. uttered. <laughs> All right, survival. What'd you guys get? Uh, I got a 35 to assist. So that's <laughs> well, going to translate very well for you. Well, either way. So that's adding a six. So I would have a 36, no, 37 with his help. But if we do it the other way, then it's a uh, 40, I think. No, 41. Either way, it's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Would you say high enough? Uh, yeah, you uh, you get your snaws down to the floor and you start uh, sniffing it out. Uh, and you, uh, you, know, you catch the scent back in the hallway. It takes it a little while to, to kind of pick it up because uh, all you can smell is is Magnum's ashes and everything from his cigarettes. <sighs> You're welcome. Get, You're welcome. Get downwind of us, will you? But yes, you track it to the door that leads to uh, the the diplomatic hall. So effectively where the uh, the Council of Worlds would meet. You trace it to that door. Uh, very interesting. Excellent. All right. I'll be I'll radio Wild Strike that uh, they've tracked this descent to uh, the diplomatic wing, and it's probably where we're going to be headed next. Uh, do you want assistance? Uh, I think they'll just get in the way at this point. Like, you know, we're tracking days old sense. Like, having more people there is not going to help us. If there's a possibility that we might be closing in on the suspect here, I think having security forces kind of flood into the area might alert the fella or gal whoever it may be yeah especially since it's probably not we're not hot on their trail we're just following at the very least they're not going to get past us you know that you know what before we go into this next door I think I will use my new ability and uh, use my new power of seeing invisibility just to make sure that statement holds true uh, no roll or anything for that, right? It's just activate? It's just on and active. All right, good. Uh, you take a look around, and you don't see anyone invisible. All right, no one in this area is imperceivable. Except for Magnum, who's right behind you. I mean, wasn't wasn't this days ago that this guy yeah. got killed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right, so let's let me look. Let's look at uh, opening this door then. What do you need? Uh, you can do an engineering check, but you would know that uh, getting out from here is probably going to be easier than than getting in. Okay. As Carapace suggested. Very code with a sixty-nine in the middle of it. I hear that's a popular one. I can aid you if you like, and I'll reach my hand slowly there. past Magnum's shoulder towards the bottom. Slap. <laughs> Are you wearing sandpaper gloves? That's really scratching my paint. No. Buff it out there, sunshine. 
40. All right, more than enough to, to get through this door. So yeah, you open up uh, this door and it slides to the side just like the last one did. Uh, and the lights come on in the hallway once you uh, step through. Uh, the hallway is very nondescript. It's it's very similar to the, the hallway you were in when you came into this room. Uh, it looks like it was just, it was effectively, it was, it was dug out and then it was like smoothed over and walls constructed on it. It's very, very stripped down. It's just walls, floor, ceiling, some lights, and that's it. All right. And you can see it lead off into the distance. Going, is it level right now or is it rising or falling? Uh, you can see it start to rise off in the distance a bit, but it does go straight for, for quite a ways. And then you can kind of see it, like, bend it to the side. All right. Let's go, guys. Limber up the old firearm. Who is in the lead? Someone beefy. I will. Carapace in the lead. Who's up next? Uh, I'll be next to aid in any tracking that's needed and to kind of scan the forward area uh, for anyone that might be imperceivable, you know, invisible and such. And Magnum's bringing up the tail. Gotcha. Okay. Am I... my energy senses on. Is this uh, big enough that I can be a robot or do I still have to stay beetle? <clears throat> yes, this one is big enough. All right, so all of you head on down, and much like the last tunnel, it actually takes a significant amount of time to, to traverse the whole thing, uh, and it's, it's actually like a good few miles, so you can just keep on walking and keep on walking. You just want to keep on going till you find a door or find an end somewhere? Yeah, we could probably do double time if it's pretty straight straightforward. Yeah. There's no okay. no turns or other doors, and just keeps going on. We'll we'll pick up the pace to to get to the end faster. Gotcha. All right. I'll, I'll check I'll check our location every few minutes uh, with Wild Strike, so we just have an idea where we are. Should we scrape? Right. Should be this like as we're moving, kind of like scrape something against the wall on the off chance that we're seeing something either illusory or uh, a hidden door. It's not this kind of campaign. <laughs> Are you even, sure? I mean, <laughs> even if it were, we, we did play that weird. With, there was that weird tunnel that we went through uh, in the in special episode. Yep, yep, you did, you did. Inherent distrust of tunnels. You walked for uh, you walked for a very long time, and once you uh, you you realized, oh yeah, it's it's fine. I'm just gonna keep on going. That's when you got zooped to another dimension or something. Uh, Wild Strike. Uh, so your friends are moving along. Uh, you can track them underground. They are heading in a northwesterly direction. You know that Starscream's palace and the uh, the diplomatic buildings are uh, are the only really big uh, big like landmarks in that direction because they're heading away from Central Reclamation uh, and away from the ISS building. Okay, I'll let them know that those are the two main locations that they're probably heading towards. All right, thank you. Well, sounds like we're on track, then. All right. Uh, it takes a little while, but a few miles down the road, you eventually, uh, after many kind of twists and, and bends and rise and fall kind of things happening, you make it to a secure door. 
Why would that happen? Like, these aren't like natural caves, right? This is like made caves. Like, why would there be twists and turns and rises and lifts and all that I mean, kind of it stuff? Could go, like, it could go around underground infrastructure. Like, you don't want to go in someone's nice. basement or... Just going to say, like, move, maneuvering around things that are in the ground. Okay. All right, engineering. <laughs> All right. This is going to be a little bit tougher because you're trying to get into some place now. Do you want an aid another or? You can do it. Wouldn't hurt. All right. I'll walk forward. Uh, nope. Not you. My nope. knuckles. Uh, ooh, I actually get a modified 20, so that's a plus four. That's statistically unlikely. Uh, 41. Seems to be your day for 41s, huh? I know, and that's a weird number to get a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this group. <laughs> We're so close to the answer of everything. I was just think, trying to think of something. <laughs> You manage to disable the locking mechanism and activate the, the 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 gears to get this thing moving, and it opens up, slides to the side, and there is a small antechamber in front of you. Uh, there is no other doors in this room, and actually, this is a somewhat smaller room than the the kind of staging area you found under the ISS. Uh, probably about a quarter of the size of that. And all you see around you is a staircase that seems to lead up to the ceiling. Uh, also, while you're in this room, go ahead and give me a survival check to see if you can catch the scent again. Uh, yeah, roll the 19, so that's a 33 on my own. Any assistance from Denizen? Alright, uh, Denizen rolled... 30. 30 originally. It just showed up for me. And so then a 30. the other one. Yeah. 30. So 39. Okay. Well, the scent is uh, moving over to that staircase. And instead of a bear schnoz against the floor, it is a beetle schnoz against the floor. So the pair of you start moving on over to the staircase. And you can both clearly see that the staircase goes up to the ceiling, and you can see the outline of what looks like a doorway or of some kind in the ceiling. Is it glowing at all? Uh, nope, it is not glowing. All right, so not the stairway to heaven, then. I think it's safe to proceed. Let's do it. There is an access panel, or I should say an access uh, to, like, control, uh, off to the right-hand side on the wall. Computer guy! Denizen, nope. you're uh, seeing it before Magnum, so you... I'll put a hand up at Magnum. I've got this one. <laughs> what? what, what? Oh, no. Why does this make me worried? What is it? Was it computers or engineering or... Computers. Oh, look. I got an eight. This is up and down. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you press all the buttons, and it looks like you are pressing the escape button. That's all you're pressing. Magnum, you want to come over there and show them how it's done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's not like a Mars code. More like a Mars bar. A Mars bar? No, I don't think that would be it. 32. Could be a Morrison code. 32. You made it, but it was actually really close. Thought it might be. 
Uh, so yeah, you get the the panel active, and the ceiling panel slides over to the right, and you now have access into the building. Wildstrike, it looks like that your friends have just gone into the uh, the diplomatic building. Okay, I will see if I can calm them and let them know where they're heading. Uh, also, Wildstrike, you get a calm. Uh, from a number that you don't recognize. Straight to to voicemail. (laughs) Yeah, what? Hello. I'm getting a call from an unknown source. I'm going to patch you into it so you can hear it. All right. Tell me you don't want any. This is Wild Strike. Yes, this is the guard post at the diplomatic hall. You are entering restricted airspace. Please turn back. Oh, yeah. Do you have a... uh... A map of the airspace that you can show me? Yes, we do. And then he'll he'll send out uh, effectively like a, a range telemetry of a uh, pretty much a, a three, four mile like, cir- like radius circle around the diplomatic building, which is just a no-fly zone uh, with the exception for a diplomatic clearance. Okay. I believe, like, Sweet Spot, when he was in his, his uh, jet form, did fly, like, there and back, but he also had diplomatic clearance, so. All right, thank you for that. Sorry about that intrusion. I, I wasn't uh, purposeful. Acknowledged. He sounds kind of bored, too, like this happens all the time. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I will adjust my course then. If they want it to stop happening, they should post signs. <laughs> a little balloons. <laughs> like a Lady Tunes cartoon. <laughs> so I won't be able to follow you guys directly. Maybe, uh, can you land and maybe we can rendezvous? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I think I'm using that word correctly. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Or is it faux pas? Should we faux pas? <laughs> Every. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you do is a four par magnum. Everything. Oh, Rendez voice. <laughs> there you go. Rendez voice. Yeah. Let's. We shall Rendez voice in the escargot. <laughs> Ooh la la. All right. The three of you uh, head up into the basement of the diplomatic. Give Blast me another me. survival me. check, you guys. Yeah. Coming right top. That is a 19. And a 31 nets you a plus 6. Uh, so you track the scent as it kind of moves from room to room. Uh, it, it is hard to track because it's starting to mingle in with other people's scent at this point because... Uh, it, it quickly leaves the like the basement area and goes up into the main parts of the diplomatic hall. Uh, you do get the occasional weird look as you're just kind of wandering through the halls, like sniffing at the floor. But you are fairly well known. I mean, fuck, you're level nine right now, so you're, you know, you're kind of a big deal. So aside the world, from the, uh, the world doesn't know that yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> but Iacon does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like you're you're getting you're getting some stares, but there is recognition, and they're kind of giving everyone a wide berth. So like other politicians and just just people who are working in the diplomatic building are are in, are coming near you at this point. But like I said, they're they're giving you a berth when they see you following a scent on the on the ground. 
Uh, give me one more, or give me another survival check, because right now you're getting into the more populated areas, and it's becoming very difficult to sort out the scents from the rest. All right, I've got myself a 26 here. And I've got... It's not good enough for you, Denizen. Uh, 29 is my my base, so that would be a 33 with his help. Her oh, you're you're 80. Okay, I thought oh, you were doing that's, seven. That's the way that we've been doing it. Yep. Yeah. No, never mind. Okay. What's just what just what's your modifier? Just out of curiosity. My modifier. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it's a 19. No, wait. Yeah, just one. Okay, so I should be aiding you because you're literally six better than me. That's what strong wisdom will do. Yeah. With this, you know, with the sensibility. Yeah. Kind of mixed in there. So it's a 33. Um, but we're, at the going forward, we're going to have him lead. Uh, a 33 is enough to keep track of the scent for now. It is getting very difficult because just all the scents are, are, are mixing in. Uh, it's heading into the more public areas of the uh, of the diplomatic hall. Uh, this is the like the sections where where like higher level meetings take place, uh, but it's a very kind of still like public access, publicly accessible area. Think of it like one of the main meeting halls at like a uh, uh, like a like a, like the state capitol, where there's there's going to be lots of people in like one larger room. That's kind of where you're you're heading towards, like that area of the building. It's okay. it's specifically not going upwards into like the more private offices. Okay. Uh, do you have a chem analyzer, Magnum? I do. Yeah. I, I was gonna say for something like that, like th- like that would be super useful for helping this sort of thing. Because I, like, I, if- I need a sample though to use it. Okay. Chem detector. I need to, a sample of something to, t- to scan for. Chemalizers. Okay, I could put an infernose bullet in there. That might work. Chemalizers uh, are typically more for solid objects and solid materials, not so much for like gases or scents. But okay. I I do like where you're thinking though. Yeah, remember we? I think we made that. We had Wheeljack put that together for like a, like level one or two. I think. <laughs> yeah. Ago. Still yeah. one of the most useful things we've had. Um, so this is a public accessible area. Yes. All right, so why don't we just pause for five seconds so, so Wildstrike can catch up with us since he can't fly around anymore. Since he should be able to get here since it's public. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna join in there, Wildstrike? Yep. All right. Land and follow their trail, join them in the public area. So if it were a public area, then why was there no fly zone? Shouldn't Transformers be able to come and go? By air and land, if it's public, they were uh, they were concerned about Wild Strike just flying around the building. Oh, so specifically that part that's what's troubling them. Yeah, they the they, they're just envious. And you do know Wild Strike that they they will have like cleared landing approaches for the building. Just you can't be like flying around it like a terrorist. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Get nervous over the silliest things. I know. <laughs> you crash yeah. into one building. I know, right? <laughs> anyway. All right. Keep everybody out of sort of the way. Like, uh, keep, keep it moving. We're, 
official, official work here. Yeah, haven't you ever seen a bear and a bug? Like, looking at the floor before. Go away. <laughs> well, Strike, you uh, make your way uh, into the building, uh, and it doesn't take uh, much effort to locate where uh, these three are. They are causing quite a ruckus. Uh, as you come around a corner, you run straight into uh, Denison's snout. Hey. Put that thing away. Form of <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> You're not the only one who can go nose first, you know. You don't have a cup rate on it. Give me another survival check. This is going to be the last one. See if you can track where the unique places this scent is. I add right. plus four. Pythagoras will give uh, use Energon to give Denizen a plus one. All right, so that would be a 32, and with Magnums plus four, it ends up being a 36. I think it was Carapus's plus four, but yeah. that's what it said. <laughs> you guys are crushing the uh, these ones here. You're just getting better and better on each one for it. So very good. Very good. Okay. Uh, would you say we have a nose for this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Uh, (laughs) I only had a screenshot. I would if I could. But I can't, so I won't. Alright, so we crushed that. So the scent is going through all the public areas of the the diplomatic hall. It is not going to the private offices upstairs. It is going through the press area, like the reporters' area. It's going through the gallery area where all of the like the typical like viewers would uh, would observe politics in action before it finally just heads on out of the effectively the front door. Is there internal cameras and security for this place? There better be. There certainly is. Yep. So we know approximately when this happens, so we could theoretically access that, and we, we know supposedly what they look like, right? Or at least one of them? Mm-hmm. Do we know what one of them looks like? Magnum, you had done a, a, a check and got some security footage from the site of Windblade's attack, and you saw two bots, a medium-sized and a small bot, like a, like a Pythagoras-sized bot, uh, getting on a bus. You couldn't make out any facial details, but you did see that there was there was two bots there. Now, you don't know if if it was both, if it was one, or what the deal is, but that's what I you think. And then we get some clues that there was a small bot. Thunder was the false name given, I think. Yep. So I just trying to remember at the apartment whether we got clues whether it was a small bot that was in there from the, from the markings. I think well, you you did figure it was a, a small bot or or likely a small bot. Okay, let's uh, let the nerds do their thing. Well, the thing is, should we keep tracking the scents or should we stop and try to get the footage? Uh, I, mean, I there... think we could combine the two. Like, if we track the scent through a specific door, that's the door, the choke point that we should focus on getting footage from. So they're leaving the building, so uh, we found it. We actually found the whole path that they took, so we have a lot of opportunities. Right. Mm-hmm. And we could probably use all of that to confirm uh, over multiple uh, videos who it is we're looking for. Do we happen to have, like, do we catch a fresh scent? 
by chance. Like maybe somebody is actually, like maybe they're actually here, <laughs> you know? Good question. Where would this bot be right at the moment? It's funny that you ask. Roll initiative. I <laughs> 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 uh, know. Oh, he's right next to you. <laughs> no, you do not. the 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 scent that you're you're picking up tracks it with the same age as it was uh, a couple of days ago. So you think that if if the bot had come back, it has not been back lately. Okay. All right. To the computer room. You get to the security office at the diplomatic hall. Hi there, uh, ISS building. IS, I mean, ISS business. Excuse me. Well, you technically could be an ISS building. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get the badge or maybe a, a placard? Um, have we told Have we told Ironhide that Def, the Depth Charge died? Is dead? You haven't. Okay, yeah, we should anybody. we should probably or or like who is his counterpart here? Because we're in like the Diplo place, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's law enforcement, so he probably should tell him. Regardless right, but I'm saying like, because he death charges a Yukarin. Yes. Okay, so who's the other Yukarin ambassador? Uh, so death charge was not one of the ambassadors. He was a citizen of Yukaris that was running for election. Okay. The two representatives of Yukaris are uh, Tigatron and Airazor. Okay. Okay. So we should let we should let. Ironhide, no. Be like, hey, we found Depth Charge's body. And Wolf Fang is also behind my house. <laughs> and... <laughs> and uh, a, a, a certain kerfuffle that happened downtown. That was- <laughs> if you want to, you can make your way up to the the uh, the, the upper floors and see if you can talk to Tigatron and Eraser. They might be in. I just don't know what, what would I say. I, I don't, I don't feel that that's my role. I don't know if it's useful right now. Yeah. Let let, let Ironhide tell them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So Magnum, you uh you walked into there. You you talked about that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What, what are you talking about? Busting I'm, into I'm, the security I'm, building. The security I'm gonna need, need some identification here. Who are you? Uh, who do you think I am? I don't know who you are. You tell me who you are. I ask you who you are. I have the advantage, don't I? I don't know who you are either. (laughs) What are you doing in here? All right, here's my identification. (laughs) I work for the ISS. What am I doing here? I'm the damn guard of this place. Are you really, though? Have you really (laughs) asked yourself, are you just pretending? Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Primus. Maybe I'm a truck. (laughs) Yeah, I can see it. Cruising down the streets, twelve hours a day, bringing bolts from one place to another for no reason. You have really caused me to question my life. <laughs> I have that effect on people. No, you haven't. Show me your identification. Uh, boring. <laughs> All right, I stole my SS badge. All right, Inspector Magnum. Yes. Hmm. We need to look at your security footage from the past how many days? Three? Oh, how, four? how long? It's like three or four days we've been dead, right? Yeah. We narrowed it down pretty closely, I think, from the camera footage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, very well. Very well. Come in. Don't touch anything. I have to touch the computer. No, I'll take care of the I'll take care of the computer for you. 
and I'll help. Who's this bear? Who's this bear? She's she's the, the scent expert. One of the two scent experts I've I've brought the in. The name's Denison. I can speak for myself, Magnum. All right. Uh, you sure that's wise? Of course it is. <laughs> All right. I need. Uh, I'll put in the, the the path. I'll ask him to look for the path on the date and the times as best we can. And uh, I mean, doing this sort of thing is time consuming with a lot of different cameras. Certainly. Uh, so. Are you getting any aid from anyone? I don't know. Um, I was wondering I if mean, I could do a PI check. I mean, I can aid in that I have a perception check and I can help watch videos, but... Yeah, that's, that's actually very useful. Sure. Can yeah. I make a perception? Absolutely. Do it. Everybody aid with the perception. <laughs> yeah. Kill yeah. Do that. Um, I have a 30. Yeah, so if I'm right. aiding plus six, I, I, my fucking dice are crazy today. I see your aid, and I'll raise you 32. Fuck yeah, good for you. I get a 25. So much cheating. 40. All right, I'll, I'll raise my head up and look around the office. Anyone else want to help us out there? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody yeah, at all? It's your job to use the cameras. Why aren't you helping us? Do you want us to be here longer than we need to? I need to keep an eye on that bear. I see how she's looking at the computers. All right, we're going to have to spend an extra three hours here if you don't help us. Exactly. <laughs> what really, the do you really fuck want is that, that supposed to mean? <laughs> I see, see how me how I'm looking at the computers? I see that Decepticon symbol. And you see the prominent Autobot badge on his chest, almost as big as yours. Well, that's just fine, but mine's real. This is just some sort of, like, sticker. I'll take a a, uh, a claw and, like, try to just scrape it off with one go. <laughs> Higher low good for you. Oh, my gosh. High. High is good. And the sticker good. comes off. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean about commitment? So what's your total there, Meg? Forty. Forty. All right. You know what? You needed it for that because this was a, a toughie. So it does take all of you a while looking through all of the, the security footage here. And only one bot fits the description of a very small, tiny bot and who was caught on all of the cameras during that time on those days. And you narrow it down, you pop his photo or pop his image right up on screen. And who the hell is Monty? <laughs> God, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> and Denison, you recognize the bot. It's the microphone bot that was helping to interview Damascus the other day. I know that fucking bot. Of course you do. I've seen him before. No, was really, it, when I went it? to talk with uh, Damascus, that, that wee fellow was there recording everything. And we'll see you next time. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, she's using a press pass. <laughs> <laughs> From the secret files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written in GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G., 
Denizen. The mysterious druid is played by Adam Achu. The Decepticon warrior, Wildstrike, and his partner, Nyko, are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the beast soldier of primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Ordway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Sasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to transmissionspodcast.com or searching for the Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off. <laughs>